0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on a big weekend in the Scottish Cup. Celtic are through with a 4-0 win, but Ange Postacoglu was far from impressed with the performance. Rangers eased through on Saturday, along with Motherwell, Dundee United, St Mirren and Hearts, with Hibs joining them yesterday. And Aberdeen's exit has cost Stephen Glass his job. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans. Alex, I forecast the whole thing on Friday night. I said a four o'clock kick-off on a Sunday afternoon, not ideal. It will reduce the size of the crowd. I said the loss of the Green Brigade, who uh, were exiled for the day, that means there'll be next to no noise among the Celtic supporters. And after five games, which could only be described as hypertense, against Aberdeen, Dundee United, Hearts, Hibs, Rangers, all won by Celtic, they went into a game and the intensity wasn't there in the first half. And that's why Ange could be heard all over the east end of Glasgow before the half-time whistle. Yeah, it was all about the Scottish Cup at the weekend, Gordon. Seven confirmed we wait on Dundee to take on Peterhead to see who makes up the quarterfinals. Managerial casualties over the weekend. Stephen Glass up at Aberdeen, Alan Johnson down at Queen of the South. And Barry Ferguson's resigned today So you know it's a tough old gig The football management Yes a lot happening 01419511025 What is on your mind tonight then? It was a busy weekend in the Scottish Cup Fairly straightforward victories For mm. most of the favourites You would have to say Rangers fans From Saturday What did you learn? What did you learn from that cup tie? Did you see anything That you, you liked You can learn from From Aaron Ramsey On his first start A lot of youngsters Getting some game time What did you learn from them? In terms of yesterday, Celtic fans, what did you make then of Ange Postacoglu? He could be heard roaring and swearing at his players in the first half. He did win 4-0, they are in the hat, but clearly uh, his standards are that that wasn't good enough. So what did you make of that? What do you make of his comments? What did you make of the performance? And of course, Aberdeen fans, what on earth is going on? Who should replace Stephen Glass? Was it the right decision? To bin him in the first place Who should replace him Pick up the phone And let us know 01419511025 Hugh Keevans Your result of the weekend Go I'm giving it to Sean Maloney and Hibbs Because they were under pressure Going into the game Against our both Live television But there's only one reason Why telly's there That's to capture a big shock And they went a goal down After six minutes But they came back Kevin Nisbet scored a beauty And they won 3-1 So that's my result Okay fair enough I won't argue with that too much Alex Ray I'm going to go for Kilmarnock Gordon A goal behind They managed to get a 2-1 victory On the back of a couple of poor results So big one for Derek McInnes' boys Okay goal of the weekend I think you were spoiled for oh. choice I mean even some of the Goals in the leagues The lower leagues Fantastic But we'll stick to the cup perhaps Got to give it to Liam Scales at Celtic In 45 minutes of very poor football He Gave us the diamond in the rough He got the wonderful goal and it's not the first one of the season for him So Liam, off the scales Okay, yes, one of the good hits certainly <laughs> been weekend ah, nice. I, I just ignored it as well, I'm <laughs> sorry uh, Your goal of the weekend I'm going to go for Hearts, Dundee United oh, The winning goal, uh, left-footed, his weaker foot as well Gets him into the next round And you're taking any bounce off that pitch oh, So to catch it, my sweet God. <laughs> We were talking about it, he takes us back to the 70s oh, here yeah. Yeah, Proper uh, mud bath uh, Listen, That might be your howler ideal. of the weekend I don't know, we'll get to that in two seconds time Your howler of the weekend that, that That's the level of creativity You can apply It could be a pitch A manager A goalkeeper A striker A referee Whatever At Celtic Park The referee denied Ray throwers What I believe was a penalty He then denied Celtic A scoring opportunity By calling them up For offside When they weren't And then 
After awarding a penalty to Celtic He then booked the wrong guy And should have sent him yeah. off yes. Yeah that's right Yeah I mean okay That was quite yeah. quite an incident um, It comes late It's funny how when it comes late in the game And the game's done It doesn't quite have the same ripple no. effect Does that's it? Right, yeah. um, but anyway that That's not to say that it wasn't a big mistake uh, Alex How lot of the weekend? Yeah, it has to be Aberdeen A collective You know They've cost the manager his job The league form's poor Sitting in ninth position and out of the cup as well It's been a horrendous uh, time for the Dons Come on then Let's hear from you 01419511025 Aberdeen fans You might want to bite on that See what uh, you can put towards Alex Ray Was it the right decision first of all? We need to establish that Was it the right call to get rid of Stephen Glass? And if Well it doesn't matter whether you think yes or no You need to find someone else So who next? I wonder if you St Mirren fans are a bit worried Because that's a name that you keep hearing uh, mentioned Jim Goodwin Jack Ross Who else is there Last week you might have Thrown Alex Neal Into the mix yeah. a bit late yeah. He's gone to Sunderland Leo so Lennon Getting a mention 01419511025 All the cup games Over the weekend The performances The results The talking points The Aberdeen managerial situation Pick up the phone Give us your thoughts 01419511025 Let's start with that game in the east end of Glasgow yesterday uh, And I think the best way to go about it Clearly before we bring you in Is to just set the scene with Ange Postacoglu Because it, it sort of speaks volumes I think For uh, the way that one went down yesterday As I'm sure you know it was a 4-0 win uh, Fairly comfortable Hughes already given Liam Scales His goal of the weekend uh, Near Beaton scored who else? Why Giacomacus. is it just dropped out of my head for goodness Maeda. sake? Jackie Marcus and Maeda with the header. I was there as well, Hugh, which is <laughs> even worse. Uh, let's hear from Ange Postacoglu because he was not impressed with the performance. Of course, the result was a successful one. Uh, they are indeed through as well, um, but not impressed with what he witnessed on the pitch, particularly first half. I just felt we, we kind of got through a comfortable 45 minutes and it's not what I'm after. They should be able to go again after the first 45. I've only played 45 minutes as far as I'm concerned. The way we sort of set up and the way we play our football, I, I, I forgive everything, you know, from mistakes to, you know, people making bad decisions. I do all that, but I, I just won't cop people just putting in a 45-minute shift, you know. That's all what it's about. So my frustration comes out or I just feel that every time you, you put the shirt on and you play, and particularly the way we want to play, you know, there's there's a price to pay for it, and that price is that you you give everything you have for the time you're out there in, in within the context of how we want to play. Thomas is a Celtic fan. First up, what do you make of that, Thomas? A four nil win, but a, a very unhappy manager. Yeah, he goes tonight. Hi, yeah, I can play too. Yeah, it was a it was a bizarre performance, Gordon. You know, the first half, as I say, first half, we played only played forty five minutes. They never came in the second half. Um, Obviously, we were four 0 one, which I'm pretty pleased about. But it was the manner we got the win. We were lackluster. We were we just didn't play well at all, you know. But my point is, uh, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's deal with the couple of points in in isolation. That way, we can go through them all in the detail you deserve, Thomas. Um, Thomas talks about you know strange performance, not getting going. I believe it was picked up on the cameras. I think everyone heard it. But having been there, sitting in the press box, you know where you are, yeah. high above the dugouts. There is that moment in the first half The ball goes back It's chucking it down with the rain Ange Postacoglu sort of Pulls his hood down And screams at the top of his lungs yeah. A wee sweary word And then Another sweary word And another sweary word I think about you know Passing the ball back As you mentioned It was 
A small crowd No Green Brigade Quieter than normal yeah. Everybody hears it yeah. Absolutely everybody Inside the stadium The fans sort of Clap them Or laugh at first And then sort of clap And uh, you know, in, the, in the press box oh My goodness You know never heard Heard that before I think he's affronted By the way the team played uh, Ange Postacoglu Is top of the league And has the first trophy Of the season Because he believes In the pursuit of excellence He doesn't want people who do half a shift And he also did not want Jota and Abada on the park I I don't think I mean the other substitutes are readily understood Maeda, Christopher Julian Great to see him back What an evasion he got Uh, And he's pursuing excellence And he didn't get it So for the first time Since Ange Postacoglu got here He lost his temper And I I can perfectly understand why What does that say about the standards And the way he wants to go about it Alex Because it would have been very easy I'm sure To come in and say Yeah it wasn't great But listen 4-0 We're in the hat I'll take the positives And and move on But when you can hear that that There was Obvious disappointment and frustration Anger even from him I think you can see by the performance That they had dipped In terms of the levels previous Gordon Because what they've been doing Is they've been 2 or 3 up In the opening 20-25 minutes You didn't quite get that yesterday There's a source of frustration now I remember listening to Sam Allardyce years ago And he says When teams going well Really going well that was the time he used the the boxing glove. You know, he wanted more. He was hammering at home. And when things weren't going so well, he used the, build the them up. up. Yeah, build them up. So I've seen that tactic happen before. And it just sends out a message to all the players. If you want to earn the right to play for my team, you've got to be on the front foot. You've got to blow teams away. And you've got to do it consistently from the beginning of the game. And that way it carries you on throughout the course of the game. By, as opposed to what Hugh says by bringing on the substitution. By all accounts, uh, Liverpool had to work like nobody's business to get a 1-0 win at Burnley yesterday in Similar conditions And after the game Jurgen Klopp said We played the circumstances Rather than suffered from them And that for me Sums it up Celtic Had it in front of them But the intensity level Dipped mm. uh, What else was on your mind Thomas? It's regarding the backroom staff Gordon okay. uh, It's regarding Mainly John Kennedy And Gavin Stratton For me I don't think They, they honestly serve a purpose no, I don't think he's put any backroom staff in. Um, and I would like to see at the end of the season and bring bring his own bring his own guys, Gordon. Because for me, as I say, I've been a big critic of Kennedy's stand for a long while, but I just don't see. For me, anyway, I just really don't see the purpose of being there. I mean, listen. I mean, this in the politest way possible, Thomas. But w- without being at training or or being in the dressing room, how, how would you know? What, what purpose they do or don't serve? Well, I don't know, Gordon, but I can only see it. I can only see it game by game. You, you always see Ange out, out in the touchline standing in his cell with Kennedy and Stratton maybe at the back. I, I, as I say, for me, I just don't see... Yeah. Did you, um, Thomas, did you feel that they were partly to blame for the way things went wrong last season? Oh, definitely. So why are they not due a bit of credit when things are going right this season? Well, I, I just that's just for me, Gordon. I just I really don't see. They're I really easy. don't see the purpose. They're easy targets, and as you rightly said, uh, how does anyone know what they do? If they were doing absolutely nothing, Ange Postecoglou would have made arrangements by this time. But Celtic are top of the league, and they've won the first cup of the season, and they're still in Europe, albeit the Europa Conference. So I think that's an insulting remark to make to people who are helping. Ange Postecoglou to 
Galilee's achievements It doesn't strike me as if They guys are not doing anything Gordon No, I, I know the, the work It goes into being a manager I know what work goes into Being an assistant They guys will most certainly Be putting their shift in Big Ange See if Big Ange is not Accepting all of that performance yesterday Why would he accept people That are not doing the job behind them So for me That's just mm. a, a, a myth I think that carried on from last year And he's clearly happy with his personnel Because he's got He's got carte blanche He has brought in Numerous football players to the club He's had the the, the say-so on the actual type of play he wants in And he would have the say-so if he wanted another one he, he, I think he's got some backroom stuff in about the place as well But he has free reign there And he seems to me as if he's mm. happy with what he's got So what's the, the vision, Thomas? You think, is this somehow Although Celtic are doing well, top of the league, won the cup Is this holding Celtic back? Do you, you think Celtic need to get rid of these guys to get better? How much better can they get at the moment? What, what, what do you mean? What's the next step? I don't think that's, they're holding them back, Gordon. I, I don't think. I just feel that obviously, if, if you bring a manager in, obviously the manager comes with the backroom staff as well. You know, it comes with. I mean, you look at Brendan Rodgers. You brought Chris Davis well. You know, it's just something. It's just something that I'd like. I would like to see. I mean, I'm not. As I say, I've been a big critic of the two of them. But as far as I'm, I wouldn't go as far as insulting them. Excuse me, I think that's a bit. Mm. I'm not insulting them all I'm just saying is For me I just feel that That I think His own staff Would maybe Would maybe be better How can he be better On top of the league? Look Everyone's allowed a, An opinion yeah. Of course It just Has it not brought Stephen, Stephen McManus Has he not been brought In the fold as well? It would um, yeah. It would Perhaps be slightly strange timing to, to to find it to find a problem with it at the moment. I think yeah. that's that's where we would all agree, wouldn't we? Yeah, I mean everyone has raved about the performances given against Rangers, Hibs, Hearts, Aberdeen, Dundee United, Motherwell at Fir Park. Raved about them, and yesterday fell below acceptable standards for Ange Postecoglou, and he let everyone know. But I don't know how after six wins like that you can suddenly decide that the backroom team aren't up to it. Uh, okay, 01419511025 uh, We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB as well Thank you to Thomas um, Robbie, what about Ange Postacoglu? They are very unhappy after a 4-0 win What did you make of it yesterday? I thought out with uh, First of all, good evening uh, to you, Alec, and yourself yeah, um, I, I would just like to say that I thought Celtic were uh, They did lack a wee bit of intensity And I think when you've got Forrest off the boil And you've got Mikey Johnson Off the boil um, See when you look at A guy like Jota Compared to the guys I mean he's a lot more uh, Dynamic and adventurous And He's just got more up his sleeve Than, than, than the two mm-hmm. I know that Jota's on the left And that's Johnson's side But uh, Celtic Even Anne said himself Celtic relies so much On their wingers And when you've even got A guy like Tom Rogic Who's Obviously, it was a great pass for the goal. The long scales who uh, rattled it in off the post. But apart from that, if you actually look at, I actually watched the full. I, I was at the game. I was at the. I was on the North Stand lower, right on the halfway line. It was a great seat, and I, and I actually watched the the game on free uh, sports when I came home. That's Premier Sports' uh, sister channel, so you can watch it for free. And I actually watched the full game, and it was just another, you know, reminder of how not not so good. The uh, Tom Rogic done like. Thinking about your your seat there, Robbie, you've described it. Could you hear Ange Postacoglu when he when he was swearing and shouting at the team for not passing forward quickly enough? I actually couldn't. I was probably I was right opposite him, obviously. So I was if oh, I was in the main away. stand, I would have, I would have been able to hear him. But I was right opposite him on the halfway line. Uh, but I, it's, I'm just saying that uh, 
you know, Celtic rely so much on their wingers mm-hmm. and Ansposter Coglu has actually say, been open and said that. He says he's a, he's a guy who loves his wingers. So if they two are off the boil, as well as Tom Roggett's in the middle, who was, his passing was, a, he was tripping, there was a one point where he sort of kind of tripped over the ball and his passing was just, it just, when you, Tom Roggett's is usually really pretty consistent, yeah. you know, when he's got the ball and he's controlling, his passing's usually good. That's what actually makes him the player he is, of course. I guess you... It- once the emotion, because the manager can, you know, focus on on the detail and all the rest of it. What once the emotion dies down a little bit, do you just have to like, get days like that? I mean, if you switched on this show, and by the way, it's Ange Postecoglou that's driving it. It's not us. We we didn't decide to be so, um, you know, frustrated at Celtic's performance. But you would be forgiven for thinking Celtic had really struggled yesterday when when they won four 0 But I, yeah. I guess do you, do you have to just try and keep standards there? Is that is that what the aim is? Do you know what I think back over the games? Hibs at Celtic Park the, the tension in the air The Rangers game My goodness The tension that night uh, Hearts at Tynecastle uh, You know the, the players have responded To huge crowds Huge challenges And those games Have been magnificent to watch Yesterday As I suspected it would A team from the Championship And everyone just A wee step back uh, In terms of talking points You've mentioned the the strange one at the end Sean Mackey's oh. booked for a challenge on uh, Was it Maeda out in the touchline Then we assumed booked for the handball. the handball Which would result in a red It yes. seemed that someone else was booked And lots of confusion about it John McGlynn didn't really know about it no. Couldn't clear it up after the game Do you feel Wraith should have had a penalty first half? I do I, I thought it was unavoidable uh, And I'd, I, you know there was no one around Cameron Carter Vickers And he leans into the ball And for me He nudges it away with his arm Alex there is a There's a, yeah. there's a definite lean Sort of in with it. What's the old it's rule now line, the, the, the t-shirt line Is yeah. it <laughs> I think it's yeah. difficult For the referee to make a call Whether it's Is it on the line Is it below the uh. line Where's the ball hitting The speed But I agree with you He's obviously leaned mm. into that And in another day May well have been a penalty Thank you Robbie Nice to speak to you We have to move on I'm afraid 01419511025 And it was a big weekend For this as well Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Now you should get the gist of this by now Every time Rangers or Celtic hit the back of the net Our jackpot grows And one of you will win it at the end of the season That's Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals It's that simple Rangers scored a lot on Saturday Celtic scored a lot yesterday And that means we only started four weeks ago We're already up to £11,750 Every time either of them hit the back of the net At least £250 Goes into that pot And one person wins Every penny tax free At the end of the season So to make sure you're in With a chance of winning Text GOAL to 61025 That's G-O-A-L To 61025 It's £2 to text Plus your standard message Rate over 18s only Full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com And lines close 6pm Scottish Cup final day Saturday The 21st of May So for your chance To be the winner At the end of the season Text GOAL to 61025 Right now and Rangers fans Might be a good time For you to pick up the phone Alex Ray was there Freezing at Galabank <sighs> What did we learn From that game What did you take away from it We'll hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst And you next You are the voice Of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans And Alex Ray Are here looking back On a busy weekend In the Scottish Cup Celtic fans We've already been hearing From an very unhappy Ange Postacoglu uh, even after a 4-0 win not happy 
With the first half performance So keep your calls coming on that If you so wish And Rangers fans Now's the time to pick up the phone Let's hear what you made Of the game against Dan And I, I get it Overwhelming favourites Comfortable victory C- Can you learn anything from those days? Did you take anything away? Whether it was Aaron Ramsey's first start The return of Philippe Lander Game time For some academy graduates Can you take anything away from that game? What did you learn? Pick up the phone right now please And let us know 01419511 1025 Where else do you get your calls in Here's what the manager Made of it He says the quick start Was the key uh, And says Occasions like that Are why people love Cup competitions You know Difficult place to come here You know Artificial grass The, the weather conditions But um, You know I'm really happy with the result Because we wanted to go Into the next round I think we We started off really well And um, You know Already decided the game In the first half Second half uh, You know We could um, Get many substitutes on But I'm happy with the result Happy with all the players Who got minutes Who needed it You know Especially uh, Aaron Ramsey um, Philip Hallander And of course Stephen Davis as well So uh, All all with all It's been a a good day for us We enjoyed coming here It's different uh, Different ambience But I think that's also the, The love of the You know We have for the cup To also go in these circumstances and uh, I think for them was a was a big day and all uh, a day they uh, they could remember you just have to do the job Hugh yeah. get, it, get it done minimal fuss and look forward to the draw it looked like torture to me <laughs> the rain howling into your face <laughs> a, a rotten playing surface uh, so Rangers got the job done by half time and you, you can ask for no more Alex what did we learn that's what we're asking the Rangers fans on the phones can you learn anything what, what did you learn what did you take away yeah. from it well, I, I think the opening uh, minutes gave you an indication because, as you said, the, the conditions were horrific. I wasn't quite sure what kind of uh, intensity they're going to bring. And I thought they'd come out of the traps. I think if you look at the pre, uh, the last three games uh, after the Celtic game, they've scored within the opening ten minutes, and for me, that's the the, the difference. They're very much on the front foot. Uh, if I was being critical, the second half kind of was similar to the Celtic first half. You know, it just fizzled out uh, again. It was minutes for a lot of players. It's good to see Holanda back after so many months. It was an opportunity to see Kamal Roof, Davis, Zukowski. We've just got a, a wee, wee uh, kind of flashpoint of him as well. Um, and then obviously Aaron Ramsey, 60 minutes gone. For me, this is going to take a little bit of time to get him to that position where you can actually throw him in. The problem he has and Rangers have is that the players who are playing in that yeah. position have got 25, 30 right. games under their belt. So you think... On him at the weekend It was more about Getting game time Rather than Wow what a player he is You can tell straight away Is yeah. it We're not at that stage yet No I, I think for me He has to get minutes Under his belt You know he had 15 minutes In the both uh, Games against the Edinburgh Teams mm-hmm. Hibs and Hearts And at the weekend He just got 60 minutes So it's a Gradual build But it has to be At the right time Because of the importance Of trying to win points uh, In league games And obviously uh, Dortmund on Thursday night How bad were the conditions? <laughs> Absolutely horrific uh, uh, the, the bizarre thing about no it is No from us no. Listen the hospitality was great One of the Annan backroom staff Came over and gave us a brawl After 35 minutes I think he had sympathy <laughs> for us But you know All in all It was difficult for both teams uh, Very difficult conditions Very cold But listen th- That is the beauty of yeah. Playing football in Scotland Rangers fans What did you learn from it Can you learn anything From a, a tie like that What did you take away Pick up the phone right now Please 01419511025 Jeffrey is a Rangers fan what did you take away from it, Jeffrey? What did you make of the game on Saturday? Good evening. Um, good to see Aaron Ramsey getting mm-hmm. 60 minutes last night. And I do feel sorry for Alex in that rain. I empathise with you. It was just <laughs> terrible to watch on the TV. Um, and seeing some of the, the youngsters get in the game. Yeah, yeah uh, I think that would be the, the other 
obvious one when you, you get yep. the chance to rotate the squad. Who who in particular I, then? I the you, I, no, I, I said to you beforehand. I really do like the boy, the boy Lowry. Uh, he drives at people. He commits people, uh, and he creates space. Gordon, uh, I was that's the first time I've seen the young boy McCann. I was quite impressed with him as well, and then obviously King. I've seen him a couple of times, but. Uh, I think over the piece it was an opportunity to throw more academy kids in. As I said, I've, over the years I've been a little bit critical. They've made incredible money on Patterson. It looks as if there seems to be a little conveyor belt where players are going to get an opportunity. Uh, and Lowry, Lowry seems to be the one at the top of that tree for me. You wonder what, and it's the same predicament every time you, you see a promising youngster. Yeah. What scope is there? How much scope? Because you're talking about Aaron Ramsey, you know, that, that's how that midfield's become even more congested. Brian um, Jack's back as well Gordon, yeah. you know, so. um, and look, These are nice problems to have ultimately um, But if you're looking at it through the lens of Getting Alec Lowry game time You just wonder when and where Just games like that, is that the way it's going to have to be? I, I would think so Gordon, I just mentioned the importance of it. I even mentioned Aaron Ramsey You know, like Top elite player in his, his days Just trying to get up to speed mm. And it's about trying to put these guys in at the right time And obviously it was a, the right time to put Lowry, McCann uh, And then freshen it up a little bit But it will be difficult, Gordon, because of the strength and depth. For me, the midfield berth at Rangers is probably their strongest area. I think it's a mathematical uh, concern. There are 12 games to go in the league. Celtic have announced uh, financial accounts that are glowing in the dark. They've got plenty of money. Uh, and if they win the league and add the Champions League money to it, then that's a blow for Rangers. Therefore, I don't think Giovanni Van Bronckers can go too far in terms of bringing youngsters in. His priority, his only priority, is to win the league. They look good though, you know. They're not talking yeah, about, yeah. And, and particularly in Alec Lowry. If you're yeah. looking at the, the game so far, you're not. I don't think anyone's suggesting you put a guy in and at the detriment of the team. Of course, no. Listen, I think they've used him when it's been uh, appropriate to do so. He, he scored in his opening and goal. We dragged the ball into the bottom corner. He just looks a really good talent to me, Gordon. Technically, he's good. He drives at people. He, he commits people. And he's got a, a pass in, the, in there as well So overall I think they'll be delighted with the development I'm not even sure Alec Lowry would have expected to get game time With all the internationals Davis was injured, uh, Jack was injured uh, Hadji's injury probably opened Hadji. up a, so there's, a there's, there's a wee chance to get some more game time The draw is tonight Jeffrey, And uh, unless Peterhead can cause a shock against Dundee it, it's, it's pretty much the, the, the eight teams that you, you would expect Granted Aberdeen are not in there, but they're ninth in the league at the moment. Uh, so that you know, it, it's almost the top eight in the Premiership. Um, should Dundee go and join them? Have you any thoughts, any hopes, or wishes for the the draw tonight, Jeffrey? No, not really. Um, we'll take each game as it comes. Um, it was good, as I said to you, it was good to see some of the youngsters because we need everybody on board for the trip to Germany on Thursday. So it's good in a way that the youngsters are getting a chance. Yeah, with no disrespect to. <laughs> uh, Annan You wonder if there's ever been A more contrasting Back-to-back yeah. Fixture list Than, yeah. than that Gallabank to the Westfallen Stadion In uh, Dortmund I doubt it very much um, But as I say For me There are certain priorities Here And Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Must win the league Or it could have Financial Repercussions mm. for Rangers Bit of criticism recently Jeffrey. Well Obviously the Ross County game onto the Celtic game and the, the defensive side of things. How pleasing was it to see Hollander back and scoring as well? Yeah, um, yes. Oh God, who's who's he? <laughs> um, no, it's great to see. It has been a while, and it's great to see them back. But can I just bring something up? Has anybody noticed over the last three seasons 
when the winter shutdown has come down, we're all we've always been at the top of the league, and then we come when we come back from the winter shutdown, we seem to struggle. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't think last season was quite no, the case, think, was it? No, well, um, not last year, but the, the two previous years, I think, obviously, they, they won at Parkhead. Uh, Ranger Stephen Gerrard was a wee bit excited. Uh, and then they come back and it didn't quite uh, hit the ground running. And um, I think, obviously, the last three games is a lot more encouraging for Rangers. And uh, it's how they go forward for here, because as you say, it's 12 games. I think the interesting point that Hugh makes there, and I'm just kind of going off on a tangent here, Rangers have got three or four of their biggest assets out of contract the following year. And... If they don't re-sign I would expect players to be traded Which would generate good money In the summer for Rangers So I don't think it's all doom and gloom Yeah Van Bronker says it was valuable That uh, people were able to get a rest At the weekend Key players ahead of that Dortmund game That Geoffrey mentions He says Aaron Ramsey will only get stronger And is happy that Philippe Hollander is back We know with his height He's uh, he's very dangerous set pieces But um, all all happy with his goal And happy that he could play 60 minutes After so many uh, months uh, You know not able to play and Aaron, of course, coming in for his first start. What did you make of his contribution? Well, he looked uh, he looked very lively. You know, he wants to uh, to enjoy football. It's been a while since he's been, uh, of course, starting a game even. But uh, you know, he made already some uh, some minutes for us. Happy he could start today, and uh, you know, he will only get stronger and uh, and fitter. You were obviously able to rest quite a few key players today with a big game ahead on Thursday. How valuable was that? Well, it's very, very valuable. I mean, uh, also, of course, of the opponent, you can uh, rest some players, uh, you know, players who weren't travelling with us, but also players on the bench today. And uh, and still we have, uh, you know, uh, the quality in the squad to uh, to win this game with uh, all the subs that came in. I feel like we'll get more into this as the week goes on. We will build up to Thursday, uh, you know, in, yeah. in a lot more detail. But since you were here and since you were at, at Galabank, so early thoughts then... That, that's not a game that Aaron Ramsey starts in yet for you Because I would imagine And you can yeah. stop me if I'm wrong On the day he signs Rangers fans are probably Imagining and playing in, in games of this magnitude I, th- I think it's probably came a little bit too soon Gordon I think 60 minutes over the course You know it's several months since he actually played uh, Whether they risk him uh, I think it'd probably be a little bit of a gamble uh, it depends who's available You know you've got Kamara Will Ryan Jack be back in the fold Lundstrom's playing very well in that position as well So you've got uh, Arfield So you've got a lot of good options And as I said earlier on Because they're ahead of the, the game fitness wise I would suggest that they're going to play the ones that are ahead of him Thanks to Jeffrey. Let's bring in Jim who's a Rangers fan Jim we're talking about things you can take away from the weekend Maybe some of the youngsters What what stood out for you? I would, I would actually be starting Mr Lowry In the first team and the detriment of some of the ones that didn't turn up against Celtic when they were playing. So I just think he has, he's young, but he's got talent. Everybody said you couldn't play Barry Ferguson because he was too young, he was too young. Barry Ferguson was the best thing that ever happened to Rangers 10, 15 years ago. Like, like who though, Jim? I mean, we're even talking about Alex's opinion is Aaron Ramsey can't get in, in the midfield for the, the Dortmund game. So who, who are you leaving out for Alec Lowry? It would have to be, well, Lundstrom has come on to a game, so you couldn't leave him out, but he didn't play against Celtic. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I, I can't mind the guy's name just now. Everyone's saying Ryan Jack should be in the team as well, Alex, because yeah. of the impact he's made. Yeah. Get Glenn Kamara, Steve Davis, so that's where it becomes tough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah without doubt. Um, I think, uh, obviously, the Celtic game, but you could actually have picked a lot of 
people who you would think was below par that night. I think you have to look at the response to that. You look at the Hearts game, you know, very much on the front foot. I think Lundstrom and Jack will work brilliantly on that day. Ryan Jack picked up a knock, and then you change it about for the following game against Hibs. So you've got Kamara coming back into the mix. Stephen Davis was really impressive at the weekend. I just love the way he goes about his business for a guy who's done so much. So you've got him also. Uh, and then Arfield would be the one who possibly could break from deep. Rangers' obligation in Dortmund on Thursday is to keep the tie alive for Ibrox. Uh, you know, if they lost 2-1, for example, wouldn't be the end of the world. For all I know, they might draw or win. But their priority is to keep the tie alive for Ibrox. And I'm not sure... that you, I, I think Lowry is a terrific player, but I'm not sure he starts in that company. What else is on your mind, Jim? In disagreement with you that Rangers have to win the league this year, as long as we get into a qualifying section, there's a good chance we could qualify. Yeah, I, I think this partially came up last week. I know that it's unlikely, but we do seem to be overlooking this possibility that they both qualify for the Champions League. We know we've got one that should be automatic. What if the other one goes and joins them? Be great. Good. Imagine the midweek shows in here. Yeah. I, have, I would have to say, you know, with the, the finances that are available, going for that type of money to come back into the Scottish game would be incredible. I mean, well, maybe not great for the rest who will yeah, get but, but battered the, even more, but, but the, rest, the drip the rest, down of the yeah, finances, get, I take that point. As well. um, but you know, to take Alex's point about players running down the contracts and going out, I mean, you wouldn't want to see Aribo and Kamara, Kent or. Morelos going out the door If you could possibly avoid it Thank you Jim 01419511025 Maybe you want to talk Aberdeen What about you Aberdeen fans It was a Busy old Sunday morning You wake up to the news That your manager's been sacked Out of the cup on Saturday At Fir Park Who's next Is it the right decision To get rid of him And if so um, Tell us why If not tell us why And where does the club go From here Now's a good time To get involved 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are here It's 0141-951-1025 to join in Or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB A busy week end of Scottish Cup action So what did you make of your team's performance? We've had some Celtic and Rangers fans on the phones And I'm sure we will do more of that But a really big story at breaking yesterday morning And it's that Stephen Glass Is no longer The Aberdeen manager Has been on a, a very Poor run of league form We always know that That can then add pressure In the cup They go to Fir Park They go a goal up They lose 2-1 The fans then uh, Are waiting for the team Because the team has to Climb up the south stand And go to temporary changing rooms Due to Covid The fans are there Giving it what for Stephen Glass um, you know, speaking openly about his future after the game, um, and on Sunday morning, Hugh, the decision was made. No manager stays in post in defiance of the supporters when they are as aggressively upset as they were at Fir Park on Saturday. The chairman, uh, Dave Cormack, is looking from the main stand, and in his heart of hearts, he knows that's the end. And the figures did not stack up. Forty-one games as Aberdeen manager, fourteen wins. So, you know, I have no doubt that uh, Stephen is one of the nicest people you could ever meet But he was always a risk Because he just did not have the experience to go from where he was coaching in Atlanta To the, the Scottish Premiership So right decision for you? For me, yep Okay, Alex, you can have a think about it And I'll bring in mm -hmm. Richard, who is an Aberdeen fan 
Firstly Richard The right decision for you or not? Yeah it was the correct uh, decision for me guys 100% Just that what you were touching on there um, it was a, I was not impressed with the appointment from the start I mean, With his little experience He was a manager at Atlantic 2 And he had an interim spell with, this, this, uh, with Atlanta So he didn't have the experience for me and it's really not gone well with a, a 35% win ratio. As you say, we're, we're ninth in the league, eight points above Dundee and second. But if we win our game in hand, you know, it'll put us one point behind Dundee United and four. Mm. So, but it's it's not only, it's this recruitment and that as well. There wasn't the right balance in the team. I mean, this year he's had Ross McCrory, which I think's a, a good defensive midfielder. I've seen him there at his best with, Derek McInnes, he's had him at centre half, he's had him at right back lately. We've had Johnny Hayes at left back. You know, we've only got, if something happened to Christian Ramirez, we've only got a uh, Emmanuel Jett to come in in his place. You know, I just he's no got Mary Watkins is injured. It's just they're not wasn't the right balance in the team yeah. there for me. Right, Richard says right decision. He's an Aberdeen fan. Yeah. Hugh is a an outside observer who says right decision. What about you, Alex? When you look at the the recent form, Gordon, obviously over the piece have had spells where they've, they've pitched up with a decent performance. Uh, I think I agree with McCrory's been a decent sign and Ramirez has done relatively well in terms of, of goals. But I think overall, I think it's been pretty poor from Aberdeen. I agree with you in, in, in a lot of ways. See, once the fans are that vocal, it becomes very difficult. It's very poisonous. Uh, and you can see that at the weekend. And uh, to go uh, this early in the cup, currently sat in ninth, uh, they played a possession-based football as well, which, you know, he was always going, yeah, we're playing, we're manipulating the ball, but they weren't getting the results on the back yet. So I I, I thought it was a bit naive mm. at times. I thought he should have been more, even change his style to try and get more results. The, this is the difficulty, isn't it? That that was the point. It was meant to be a better brand of football than, than Derek McInnes. Well, what's better than winning football? That yeah. was the thing. And, and I get that because that was one of the things that were champion when he came in. He says, oh, we're going to play free-flowing and all that. Mm. But if you're not winning games... It's pointless the You get fans are frustrated They've got St Johnston tomorrow night Now St Johnston are fighting For their lives Aberdeen had better be prepared To fight for theirs And then they go back To Motherwell At the weekend uh, And Motherwell will think Yeah we can take them again So A very very Difficult sequence of games For Aberdeen Richard you did mention The fact that You've got a game in hand Midweek If you win it You're one point off fourth is there nothing in that that makes you think maybe a, a little bit longer might not have been the, the craziest idea? No, not for me. And going back to but Alex is right, what he was saying. I mean, what would we all rather? But Derek McInnes was given us, was, uh, he had a big win ratio. We were getting the cup finals, we had semi finals. <clears throat> a couple of years, Rangers came up, back in the league, he got a second. You know, what do you rather? You know, attractive football and sitting down in ninth bottom or be challenging for Europe and getting into cup finals say you know I think Derek was I would have liked to have seen him give to the end of the season but you know he wasn't because I think Derek was probably wanting a change as well it's maybe the right time for him to go but I just no I don't think our, our new chairman has got it right at all did you see any signs of this improved brand of football did you see any signs of that Richard no, I didn't. I mean, like a lot of clubs have got the, the classifiers as like a three up front, but it's not really. It's, you've only got one striker up front, and I, for me, it's it's a uh, congestion. It you're not getting the width of the park 
when we used to have like going back in Scottish football, great striking partnerships like Haley and McCoy, Larson and Sutton, and then you but you had wingers, you were using the the space like that, and then they can you know nowadays a ball's coming in and you've got one striker up against two maybe three central defenders. Dave Cormack was also thinking, Richard, that there would be a greater influx of youth into the team. And but, the, but then, to be fair, is that not the bit they kind of get? I mean, Calvin Ramsey, Jack McKenzie yeah. started the season. Um, yeah, that, that's tailed off a bit. And Calvin Ramsey, the future's up in the air because the move was, was knocked back. Um, so that, that, that certainly looked like it was heading that way at the start of the season. I don't think Dave Cormack plays the transfer market very well. You know, um, the club don't play it very well. You know, the the example of Scott McKenna, they could have been big, big money for Scott McKenna and ended up getting not such big money for Scott McKenna. Ramsey could have been in Serie A. They, they turned it down. And uh, now you've got. Lewis Ferguson's another who. They, yeah. they, they, offer, they got offered uh, some very good money for Watford there. There was an agreement, and I don't think the way that's played out, even though he's done well, I think he's into double figures. Ramirez is 30. Scott Brown's 36. Uh, Johnny Hayes. Uh, is over 30 as well you know the, it, the figures don't stack up and that's why Dave Cormack had, he's back to the wall and Stephen Glass had to be the sacrificial lamb yeah it clearly didn't help that Dave Cormack was there at Fir Park uh-huh. he, was, he would have seen the reaction up close who next then Richard is there any names that, that are exciting you at the moment well like, is what I've seen the ones that are getting mentioned I mean Jack Ross he did decent at Sunderland, came into Hibs. He, his first season, he did well. He got third in the league. It didn't go quite so well for him this year. Neil Lennon, he had a good spell at Celtic the first time, not the second time. I mean, I don't mind any of these names like that because you just don't know. They're experienced guys and you don't know how it would turn out. But one I'm going to throw in is Owen Coyle. I know he's in the Indian Super League at the moment, but, you know, he did a. In his first season with Burnley, he won promotion up to the Premier League. He, he was managed Bolton Wanderers. And that. It's very experienced. I think he's been a, a manager since 2003. So I wouldn't mind seeing Owen Coyle getting a, if, if he would like to come and get that talk at. What I'm getting from Richard Hughes is a, a more of a, a so-called safe pair of hands. Now, those don't really exist, no. to, to be honest. But Stephen Glass was seen as a... You know, a project manager, yeah. a left field appointment, call it what you want. Now, there are no guarantees anyway. Um, but might there be a bit more familiarity about the name, a bit more yes. expectancy? No more projects. It has to be about progress now. Uh, yeah. And it has to be someone who has the experience of managing, particularly in Scottish mm-hmm. football, that Stephen Glass did not have. Yeah. I, I, I keep, I'm a bit torn on all that, Alex, because like we said, that every appointment's a risk. Yeah, um, but yeah, so yeah, there's a lot, a lot of names mentioned. What, what, what do you make of that list so far? And any yeah, others? Well, listen, obviously, Jim Goodwin's been mentioned. He's and it's interesting because seven games ago, Jim was going through a really rocky spell. He's on six wins and mm. uh, drawn his last seven, so he's he's flavour a month again. Uh, you get Jack Ross, who you know had a tricky ending, did well to take them <laughs> to the cup final uh, and finish third. So there'll be managers out there, Gorn, who have had spells where you think, oh, well, that's decent, and then obviously mm. dips and things. So it's really what fits into the criteria, but I agree with you, you cannot go for another mm. novice. Uh, I think it's someone that has to take the club forward with a bit of experience. St Mirren fans, what do you make of that? Hearing Jim Goodwin's name mentioned, does that make you nervous? Or 
or not pick up the phone and let us know thank you to Richard we'll do more on that story I'm absolutely certain of it as the show progresses uh, it was nice to hear from you Richard have a good evening but it's time for this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football now quite frankly I don't think Beat the Pundit can get any more exciting but all this week Every contestant who makes it through Will get a pair of tickets to the Virgin Bet race day At Air Racecourse on Saturday the 12th of March Ooh. Can't argue with that I mean you can literally come on Stink the place out Be absolutely hopeless And you still get your tickets So, and, and do you know what? You still get the same ball If you beat the pundit as well But just for taking part You and one other person Air Races Next month Tickets are available online right now For the Virgin Bet race day at Air Racecourse But it'd be easier just to win them 01419511025 If you want to take on Hugh or Alex Call before 7 o'clock And your chance to beat the pundit could be next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Kevens and Alex Ray are here It's 01419511025 And Twitter at Clyde SSB Looking back on the Scottish Cup And the ramifications as well Because Stephen Glass is gone uh, still would be keen to get the St Mirren fans perspective here Because that's two people have mentioned Jim Goodwin's name Does that make you nervous? Let us know uh, And Aberdeen fans keep your thoughts coming Everybody so far has said it's the right call To get rid of Stephen Glass Maybe you agree, maybe you disagree Pick up the phone and let us know please Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Okay, beat the pundit time. Let's bring in Martin, who is a Rangers fan. He's going to take part tonight. How's it going, Martin? Yeah, not too bad. Yourself, guys? Good, thank you. And you're a winner already, Martin. You're off oh, to yeah. the Virgin Bet Definitely. Race Day Air Racecourse. You can, I mean, I, I wouldn't condone hanging up the phone. I'm going to need you uh, for the next couple of minutes. But even if you get none right, you're already off to the races. Happy with that? Absolutely delighted. Um, that was kind of the same, same last time. Yeah, I won tickets for Richard Roth and John Gregg. Oh, listen, you're just a winner. You just follow Martin about. It always shines on him, Hugh Keevens. Uh, you, how's you your get, form? Uh, well, you dipped in form last week, didn't you? Yeah, I've started to go towards the crest of a slump now. Right, okay. He crumbles at the business end of the season. Uh, let's see who it is tonight. Heads it will be Hugh, uh, and tails it will be Alex Ray. I wonder if we should get the listeners to send some Valentine's poetry <laughs> in for you. I mean, we do that every year, it's a staple of the. The football calendar uh, Maybe Curious we should creature. do that um, Anyway heads It will be Hugh Keevans Tails it will be Alex Ray And his tails It's Alex oh, Up dear, against Martin um, Okay let's give Alex Some play too uh, Martin 30 seconds Just answer as many as you can If you don't know Pass quickly And move on to the next one Okay Cheers Okay 30 seconds On the clock And your time starts Now Who was the last team Rangers beat In a Scottish Cup final Oh. Which, which country did Bodo Glimt play their league football in? Uh, pass In what stadium did Peterhead play their home games? Oh, pass now, Which current Scottish Premiership side have got the record for the longest time between Scottish Cup wins? Uh, How many Scottish clubs has Derek McInnes managed? Two Who's Celtic's top league scorer with nine this season? Uh, name any player right, Take your time Name any player Who's missed a penalty This season In the Scottish Premiership James Tavenier Okay let's bring Alex back Alex can you hear us Yes 30 seconds Same set of questions Time starts now Name the last side Rangers beat In a Scottish Cup final Falkirk Who, Which country Do Bodo Glimt Play their home games in uh, The league football uh, in, Sorry Denmark uh, In what stadium Do Peter Head Play their home games Pass 
Which current Premiership side Hold the record For the longest time Between Scottish Cup wins Hibs How many Scottish clubs Has Derek McInnes managed Uh, Three Who is Celtic's Top league scorer This season with nine Abada Okay okay What do you think Martin I think you stood me in a baller <laughs> oh. when did, did we have a zero on Friday night From the oh, list no. no it wasn't Friday It wasn't It went to a tiebreaker on Friday Last week we had a zero um, just, just checking Just wondering uh, Last side to lose against Rangers In a Scottish Cup final is Falkirk Alex goes 1-0 up I think you knew you got that wrong Straight away Martin Aye. didn't you Yeah um, But first question nerves Bodo Glimt play in Norway None oh. of you got that Peter Head play at Balmour None of you got that This is 1-0 to Alex I never played at that level And The Premiership side With the longest time Between Scottish Cup wins He's just had to get this in there It's Dundee So producer Callum's just trying to stick the oh, knife in Oh lovely 112 years Brackets Ha ha It says on my sheet <laughs> Oh lovely Anyway So it's 1-0 after Four questions Derek McInnes has managed Aberdeen Comarnock And St, St. Johnston Martin oh, God. He's gone two up I'm worried about you at this stage Martin I am worried about you You're on the home run Celtic's top scorer in the league this season with nine You went for Kyogo Perfectly reasonable shout But it's a badder It's 3-0 yep. Alex Ray. Oh, I hate when it's a zero Martin You've got one more chance you got one more question uh, And then Alex The great thing is right If Martin does get a zero I don't know where he's from And I don't have a surname So the producers haven't been doing their job But that's fine Because it will save Martin's blushes But he might get this Any player who's missed a penalty this season in the Premiership in Scotland Liam Boyce Martin Boyle Ross Callaghan Beaton Ali McCann And that's it I'm afraid Martin Tavernier's not missed one in the league It's a zero I think we've got a steward's inquiry here Okay Hibs won the Scottish Cup in 1902 Okay And then Knicks won it in 2016 That's 114 years Producer Callum Speak now Yeah you might be right Oh, that'd be great. After I'm glowing about multi, it's a four-one anyway. At least, Martin, there we are. At least, at least it's not a. At least it's not a zero. That's all that matters. And you're going to the races, by the way. I know, spot on. Good. There we go. Four-one. We'll call it. Producer Callum, so desperate to get his digging uh, about Dundee. He's Shameful. holding his hands up. Shameful. There we go. You both got Hibs. Well done to you. So four-one. You've, Happy you've been that. rotten desperate. this season, to oh, be no, honest. So you're, just, just say it as it is. So I'm glad that you. You said Hibs. I did say Hibs. Yeah. And that's the right answer. That's what I'm saying, yeah, 4-1 So there we go, yeah. you both got one added Lovely. on for that uh, Right, a couple of old romantics with you here For Valentine's uh-huh. Day, Hugh Keevans, Alex Ray If you want to send them uh, some Valentine's poetry In the second half of the show We'll absolutely do that You know the format, surely You don't need me, we do it every year Roses are red And off you go well, we do, do you need to do violets or blue Or do you just leave the, the, the blank canvas I don't know, you can decide Tweet us uh, Because someone sent me this today, Hugh And it, it's inspired me You ready for this? Oh. Roses are red six sides make a cube Hugh Keevans is a specky tube <laughs> <laughs> That's worth one more play, isn't it? At cool. least Roses are red six sides make a cube Hugh Keevans is a specky tube Honestly, you're going to you, You'll need to go some to top that So, well, listen, we're going to talk football We're not going to spend all hour on it But just to give us a bit of a laugh on a Monday night Send us your poetry Pozog's already in Roses are red Violets are blue If you want to win a knacker Don't listen to Hugh <laughs> Very wise, very wise. And By the way, it doesn't have to be about these two It can be about Scottish football in general 
Whatever you want Take it away Roses are red Send them in to me At Gordon Duncan 7 Or at Clyde SSB We'll have a bit of fun with that Shall we uh, In the second half of the show Let's hear a bit from the man Charged with Steadying the ship If you want For Aberdeen It's Barry Robson uh, He says it's not been easy uh, Since the sacking of Stephen Glass However He knows it's a results Based business And the Dons have only won one Of their last seven games well, listen, it's never easy when uh, a manager loses his job. It's difficult for him and everybody connected to the club. The one thing you sign up for when you become a football manager is inevitably this will happen at some stage, which is unfortunate. And the thing is, the, the players know as well, responsible for that as well. So it's uh, a case of um, let's try and move the club forward and uh, try and get a decent result tomorrow. You can have every philosophy. You could try and play the game any way you wanted to. But if you don't win games, you're going to lose your job. Who wants to be a manager? <laughs> I think that's it. This is the toughest gig ever, and it's getting tougher. You need to have thick skin, you need to have a lot of belief. The the modern way of things, and people are now tweeting me to say Jackie Marcus missed a penalty as well. Look, producer Callum's a romantic guy. He's obviously been very busy over the weekend and he's missed out. That's okay. Um the, the way we are now, right, and we know this, this is nothing new. Managers get less time. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. that but what happens thereafter? Because so much then rides on that. You know, when you're trying to assess who's next, you're either going to recruit a guy with all due respect to Aberdeen, you're recruiting a guy who's never managed before, or someone who has been sacked because everybody's been sacked yeah. because you yeah. get sacked so quickly. What it also does is it totally changes the list of of candidates. Like we said a week ago, one week ago, I know we're getting calls on here about Alex Neil, uh-huh. but you don't get your timing right. He's gone to Sunderland, maybe. Three months ago Four Certainly five months ago Callum Davidson's a shoo-in Is he not? Oh, to, yes. to, to at least be Up there uh, On the list So It, it kind of skews your thinking Because people would come on and say Oh Jack Ross got sacked by Hibbs Yeah but only because of a very short Small sample size Where it where it went wrong I hope If I would win tomorrow night Against St Johnson At Pataudry I hope some player Doesn't come out and say That was for Stephen Because he should have done something <laughs> For Stephen While he was there uh, But uh, I do think now You have to acknowledge That Aberdeen don't win things anymore And you have to get someone Who can begin the road back to prominence uh, And that for me Has to be someone with a knowledge of Scottish football And prior knowledge of management Gordon you make a good point there about Callum Davison You know what he did was incredible And you never know how they're going to. Uh, I'm not saying he can't get it now. No, by the way, but no, no, I just mean going forward. You you, you wonder. I, I think because of the circumstances, because it's such a difficult season, he's bottom of the table. But Hugh just said there, Aberdeen are not winning anything. If that guy can win the double, with that, with the greatest respect to St Johnson, I think Aberdeen's got a better squad of players. Yeah. Could he do better? Could he go? Obviously, he can't win a cup this year. But going forward, could someone like that go on and? Be successful with Aberdeen They have to look at themselves They say they, they won the cup in 1990 The next trophy they won uh, Was under Derek McInnes Was it 2014 mm-hmm. League Cup Yes uh, Two trophies In over 30 years I mean That's not nearly good enough uh, Let's bring in Martin Who's a St Mirren fan Because Martin I keep hearing Jim Goodwin's name He's the Hot property uh, Amongst the sort of Realistic options Does that worry you As a St Mirren fan? He's done very well since he came to St Mirren Particularly over the last season He's really bought well And he's got some cracking loan signs Jones, Ronan, Grieve and Gogic And it's a, it's a journeyman We're a journeyman team But we play as a team 
and I think we've got a chance of reaching maybe third, maybe fourth in the league this year. However, Aberdeen are a bigger team, a bigger team than St Mirren. I don't want to see any manager lose their job, but I think the Aberdeen fans had turned against the manager and had to do something. I hope Goodwin stays to the end of the season and see where we go. And then if he wants to go to Aberdeen, then let him go then. But Steve is similar to the end of the season. Is that a realistic no. candidate no, it's not oh, no. candidate for the job? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Because of the good work that he's done at St Mirren. Um, but it's not realistic to ask Aberdeen to wait until the end of the season. Uh, there'll be fans at the Pataudry tomorrow night who will be quite excitable and demanding points against uh, St Johnston and they will, they will not be happy with uh, any more drop points having to go back to Fir Park on Saturday is a real tough sequence um, but I agree with you know the, the managers are on a hiding to nothing however you've got to keep on trying to get someone that you believe uh, is the right man to take you forward and Jim Goodwin Jack Ross Neil Lennon's been round the block several times uh, so it's got to be done I read Dave Cormack this morning saying there was no rush mm, well there is really uh, hang Barry Robson out to dry for weeks and weeks Alex is there mm. a <laughs> timing's everything Gordon yeah I was also thinking about where it's where it's gone wrong Aberdeen don't seem to have much problem raising their game they've drawn with Rangers yeah. twice and I know we live it on these phones oh, They're much better against Rangers than they are against Celtic But that's a bit selective this season They, they ran Celtic very close last week And then even yeah. even in the previous It was 2-1 in both games and 3-2 yeah. uh, the last one So, so they, do, they, they can raise their game The other games that have been the problem yeah, It's the bread and butter you know, The ones that you've, you have to win uh, to get that third spot And they haven't done that consistently enough And we've obviously got Martin on the line In, in an ideal world I think most of Mirren fans would go if Jim wants to go in the summer Happy days Unfortunately football doesn't work like that And if the opportunity presents itself As Martin said Aberdeen are a bigger club Financially it would be better for Jim But again it goes back to that Peaks and troughs if, As I said The last seven games have been great for St Mirren Six wins A draw Prior to that they hadn't won in 11 People are kind of questioning Whether he was the right man to go forward And now he's on that purple patch People are mentioning with a job And so if that presented itself I think he would probably go uh, Doug Smith is on Twitter Says Goodwin would be a great appointment Marty is on saying Paul Lambert would be a good appointment Wasn't one we've heard yet Alan says surely Jack Ross is the number one candidate uh, So yeah, there's some interesting names uh, being mentioned Scott Brown of course yeah. stays there, Hugh Because yeah. he's, he's a player as well yep. um, Alan Russell um, is gone as part of that, that clear out Along with Stephen Glass So What's interesting for Scott Brown now is Who... Ever is the next choice as manager Does he want Scott Brown in the background Or would he rather have a clean slate uh, So Scott Brown went there with Big notions Working with Stephen Glass And beginning his coaching career uh, But Scott Brown has also got caught up in the, the turmoil mm. Gordon, so, so you mentioned Listen, we've obviously mentioned The, the usual runners and riders uh, In the Scottish sense but you take Graham Alexander as an example The amount of people who will be applying for the Aberdeen job yeah. Will be incredible you know, They'll be shifting through that at the moment Just while I'm, see. And I, I'm not basing this on well, anything he's, he's I'm, I'm well the, Don't you Just you <laughs> Steady on right don't Start selling off the manager um, If you're looking for the next Sort of up and coming one That's not You know that's got a bit of experience and so on Kevin like Thompson Kevin, Kevin Thompson Yeah He may be just a little too early But 
He's uh, made a terrific start Alright, Jim Goodwin go to Aberdeen Kevin Thompson replace him at St Mirren I'd buy that <laughs> Now we are getting ahead of ourselves Thank you uh, Martin, we'll stay in touch and see If your fears mm. are realised or not uh, Stevens and Greenock I think you've got a sort of general point About Stephen Glass and, and manager Stephen Hello, how you doing? Good, thank how you, you doing, Good, Stephen Hey, and obviously I've kind of spoke to Whatever really kind of going to say as such um, But basically I think it should be the the SFA It's got something to do with this What do you mean? Well they should put in some sort of clause In <laughs> each manager's contract I think Round Give them a Three month Or whatever They should give them a, a minimum oh, like um, all, It's almost like a transfer window for managers I've heard that mentioned before Is that something you'd go along with? At the same time, it's as I say, if you're getting somebody, you can't just turn around and say these guys are going to come in and change their team right away. Yeah, yeah. it's an interesting one, Hugh, because like we said, look, the, the goalposts shifted on this a long, long time ago. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not sure it does actually apply to Stephen Glass. He's was it 11 months? Yeah, it's a lot longer than some managers get. But but at the same time, I do kind of take Stephen's point, rightly or wrongly. Aberdeen have Derek McInnes for ages, and. He leaves And the whole point is You're bringing a guy in To Revolutionise the way That they play football Change the way they play football Th- Does that not take a while? I mean even talk but Take Even if that Even if Stephen Glass Is not a great example People are already On Sean Maloney's back Yeah But I don't think Wait, that, How long do you get? I don't think you can tell Ron Gordon uh, That he has to employ a manager For a certain length of time And you can't tell Dave Cormack at Aberdeen that he has to employ a manager for a certain length of time what if they have an absolute shocker and uh, you're in danger of relegation but you can't get rid of them because the SFA have a rule uh, I, I just don't think it is feasible and Ron Gordon uh, like Dave Cormack uh, are putting in a lot of money so I, I don't think you can say but you must employ the manager for a fixed period of time It would be ideal Gordon to actually give them a period of time because of Social media, you know, you see the abuse at the weekend. I, I'd love him to have went like uh, at the weekend, uh, Cormac. I'd love him to come out and go, do you know what? He's staying to the summer. Let's just see what this guy can bring to the table and then we'll reassess it. But because of the nature of the kind of abuse that he was getting uh, kind of directed towards him at the weekend, you're just thinking, how can this possibly go forward? Now, if he'd have won, uh, if he'd have won tomorrow night, then as you say, Hugh, you're one point off of fourth place uh-huh. and you think, okay, but I, I think it's so you say it's about managers there. I don't think people are encouraged what they're actually seeing with uh, Maloney, you know, because they're expecting so much more because his pedigree coming from Belgium was some sort mm. of uh, change in style and, 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 and performances. And they haven't quite seen that, Gordon. And I think that's similar to Glass because he w- the chairman's come out and pretty much done him in. He says it's going to be a new brand of football, the style we're going to play. And when it doesn't materialise, punters go, this is not happening. But these are private limited companies. You cannot tell them that you must do this, that, or the other. It's their money. They're keeping the club going And they cannot be told That even if your manager's Bottom of the league You'll need to keep him For another six months uh, Stephen Reading between the lines You think it was the wrong decision To get rid of Stephen Glass? Well personally I do Because obviously They have kind of touted him As a, kind of a new manager New style And all that as such But who's talking about feasible In the long run Is it not costing them More money Changing managers here and there Personally I would get rid Of the whole back staff as well and another thing, another thing I would put in as well in a contract when a player signs a contract. Now Aberdeen are always been in the top five for years. Now you would turn around and say to these contracts, and you say to yourself, "Well, if you start uh, falling below six for toxic, 
they start commuting their wages. And I guarantee you, or even one. Fraser Wisher's just fallen yeah. off his dining room chair. Yeah. At that, at the, the, the concept, wine. Stephen seems to have missed out on the concept of a contract, a legally drawn up agreement where a player is paid X amount of pounds per week or per month for an agreed period of time. You cannot then say, look, the results are bad, we're taking half of that off you. I don't know if that Stephen's surname is Glass on the line But it was nice to speak to you anyway Stephen 01419511025 uh, What have we got on here? Oh no Alex says Roses are red Violets are blue Hamilton's commentator Needed a boo <laughs> Come on uh, I was hoping for more romance Towards Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray But let's get your Your Valentine's poetry in uh, And your calls as well We'll do more of them next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Alex Ray are here Romance is in the air And we've got some interesting thoughts for you uh, Jimbo says Roses are red, winter is bleak Gordon DL has a massive beak He's not even <laughs> here And he's in trouble uh, Oh here's one for you too From Sean McShane Roses are red Lilies are white Hugh and Alex talk one lot of ah, thank And you we'll very move much. on to the next one thank you. Uh, That's so Raven says uh, Roses are red Petals are pretty Mark Wilson was honking at Brecon City <laughs> <laughs> And a bit of a longer form here uh, Curious creatures of course Rising to the occasion Roses are red Like the mushrooms we face A half decent fullback, But lacking in pace But as he got older He regained his edge As he bolted from Brecon And vaulted the hedge <laughs> <laughs> Uh, keep them coming in At Clyde SSB Or you can send them to me At Gordon Duncan uh, 7 We're going to speak to Stephen and Cambus Lang In just a second Dave Has your full time teaser for you Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. Quite tough actually <laughs> Name the last 10 players To score in an Old Firm Cup match But never did it in a league fixture So name the last 10 players To score in an Old Firm Cup match But never did it In an Old Firm League game I'm going to say Boydie Kenny Miller No, 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 no no. Oh, Miller scored in loads I Wait to tell him that out. 10 players that scored in a cup But never a league um, In a cup final? No, no, just a cup game Any cup game Mark Wilson Yes There we go The one and only What about sort of recently then? When was the last time they met in a big cup game? Julian Yes, Christopher Julian Yes. Oh, right. it was offside, yeah. Any big games before that? Was it? I hadn't heard much about that either. That's <laughs> funny. Must have passed me by. Uh, Clint Hill, no. No, that was a league game. Yeah. So you're looking for guys. That obviously, they're not necessarily prolific because. Um, Hugo Ehiog. That was a league game. Uh, okay, I'll give you some thinking time. Uh, let's hear from Stephen. Uh, who's on the phone from Cambus Lang now? A lot of talk about Stephen Glass being sacked, and it's it's all your team's fault, Stephen Mullerwell, the final nail in the coffin at the weekend. Now I've got a bad reputation for being the grim reaper of Scottish football. A couple of years ago, we got four or five managers sacked, but not. Um, can I throw in one about the full time teaser? Ah, oh, give him a clue. Is Bobo Baldy one? No, he's not. There we go. I'm oh, glad he. I thought he might have scored in the cup final. Just you stick to making points about your team, Stephen. Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> but no, I'm just trying to say it is Valentine's Day and I hope that um everybody's partners in their thoughts as much as Kevin Van Wienden and he'd have a bean fan today. Um, because 
every time he turns up against him, he seems to score. Um, and it was a brilliant reaction. On Saturday, we go a goal down. I mean, there was a lot of bedwetting online from other supporters, but uh, with, the, with the form in 2022, but I was never worried because we were still creating chances. And you seen the minute on Saturday, we got the goal and we didn't look back after that. Yeah, let's hear from Kevin Van Veen because... There's just something about him and Aberdeen I don't know how he's so quickly developed a dislike of Aberdeen yeah, And, but and vice versa He scores against them regularly He's winding players up He had a bit of a, uh, a set two with Declan Gallagher mm. uh, As you saw after the goal Let's hear what he had to say on that The day had instructions to take me out of the game I think it was 10 seconds, 50 seconds He stopped punching me in the ribs uh, I said I will get you back And uh, I, will, I will score And uh, when I scored I celebrate in front of them That's what they deserve If you uh, want to play it that way uh, we, I can play it dirty too The thing was uh, It was like I think 10 seconds And stopped punching me in the ribs Like they did away as well With Scott Brown And uh, today they done it again Obviously they got instructed To, to take me out of the game uh, I'm quite fiery myself I need to Maybe be a bit more mature Composed Don't fly in uh, But when I play on the edge I think I'm playing My best game uh, And today um yeah, they got what they deserve, to be honest. Did you shake hands with the Motherwell defenders? Or sorry, the Aberdeen defenders? Uh, no, 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 no. So they don't need to disrespect me like that. No, like I mean, like it's a, it's a game, but they didn't shake my hand, so I'm not the one that's stepping forward to shake their hands. Like uh, I don't, uh, sorry to say, it's very arrogant, and uh, I'm not arrogant. I'm humble. They were arrogant, and they got what they deserved. Well, what did you say to get them, get them down? I uh, just caught and celebrated in front of them. I don't know if you the root of an Israel clip from back in the day when somebody in his face kept continuing, and then he scored again. I think he missed the penalty and then came back that's why I done and uh, as I said I take the yellow for that all day long and uh, <laughs> I'm just happy that we go through for the next round but it's about next week again in the league we need to replicate this performance and uh, hopefully we can do that I look forward to Saturday when the rematch <laughs> comes along uh, when Declan Gallagher mm. and Scott Brown who will have read all these words heard all these words will have them up in the dressing room uh, I look forward to Saturday to get a bit tasty bit Like a bit of personality Alex If nothing it. else How we've heard so many Boring post-match sure. interviews Over the years That's not one of them No Not at all He's, uh, he's given his version Of the events Gordon And as you said He's been brilliant uh, Particularly against Aberdeen He seems to me As if he's a good character He has been a good addition I, I have to say The first game we watched At the start of this season I texted you I thought This boy looks Hibs. not bad Yep And uh, Nine goals in what 29 games That is a decent return Yeah I mean Stephen, I'm not sure uh, how much the, the cup form that does that translate into the league. Is that the hope that this is the, the springboard, if you like, to get back to winning ways? Well, I think winning breeds confidence, first of all. Um, to get that first win is definitely... Uh, 2022 can only give us confidence for Saturday. Um, it's a game we need to win because, as you say, if Aberdeen win tomorrow, they can go a point behind us. Uh, or even maybe even level on points with us, I'm not sure, but... Uh, no, it's a six-pointer again. There's a lot in him with how tight the league is uh, right about there. But no, Kevin Van Bean's got the centre-backs in his back pocket and I'm not, I'm not too worried about Saturday. I'm going to take advantage of you here, Stephen, because... We should I know watch you... that, Gordon. We need to watch that game just for the drama. Stephen, every time a team gets a, an offside decision <laughs> against them, if it's Glasgow's big two, I don't, we don't hear the end of it. Motherwell should have been one up, should they not, before Aberdeen had the chance to open the scoring on Saturday? Well, it's an absolutely ridiculous decision, but you get used to that with the standard of refereeing in Scottish football. You know that you get um, a bad decision nearly every week. Um, and I, I, it's, it's hard for referees, though. I don't want to come on here and sound like I'm just slating them, because when they are part-time, 
and uh, they don't have the resources that they might be having in bigger countries in Europe, then it's very difficult for them. I think they need all the help they can get and decisions like that on Saturday show that. Well, you know, there are times when they could help themselves. You know, I, I do understand that they're disadvantaged, there's no VAR, uh, and they're hung out to dry on many occasions, but there have been some real howlers of late. Yeah, I mean, Alex, how important was that? Not only to, to win, but mother yeah. were good for it. You probably should have, in yeah. fact, even though Van Veen did score, he passed up a lot of chances as well. Um, it, was a, it was a fairly impressive cup yeah. win. Showed character, Gordon, and uh, they wanted it more as well. And I think they've got Aberdeen at the right time, Gordon. You know, they're on a, on a downer. And uh, as I said, it was important to get that one as well. They obviously get the. We watched it a couple of weeks ago against Morton when they managed to get into the to this round. And uh, the, the great thing about being part of the seven teams that are still there, plus the team who goes through tonight, Gordon, is they'll all be da- desperate for, to see who they get in the next mm. round. Yeah, Stephen, what do you make of that draw? I, I, I don't know what's what's classed as a good tie when when you see the teams that are in it. Anybody at home, apart from Celtic or Rangers, you would take. I think. Um, I hope Peter Heed beat Dundee tonight, and then we get Peter Heed in the quarter final. Uh, you trip to Hamden would be nice, and I know that's probably counting your chickens before the hatch. But if Motherwell don't beat Peter Heed, I'll be hanging up a hand in my season ticket. I think there's about three or four that Motherwell would fancy at home, without mm. doubt. You know, yeah, you know, you know, standout. So you know, I mean, uh, Dundee United. I think Hearts are. Obviously, easily the third best team in the country, yeah. and Dundee United have just beaten Motherwell. That's just the way it's played out. It's there, there have been no cup shocks really. Yeah, no. to, to get us to this stage, if you know what I mean. I yeah. just, I just, sure, I, I just feel if Motherwell got one of the three or four teams that I just mentioned, Hibs, Hearts, St Mirren, or Dundee United, maybe Dundee tonight, I think they would fancy their chances. My concern is that Peterhead and Dundee goes to extra time and penalties. And by the time the draw takes place It'll be closer to midnight Than anything else Yeah I've uh, another glass of red oh. Right Thank you Stephen It would be nice to hear from you Again in the future That was Stephen With his Kevin Van Veen poster On his wall uh, We'll oh. speak to Stephen soon Dutch bear camp uh, Even Oh no it was Van Nistelrooy He dropped the story in About Van Nistelrooy there Didn't he The comparison he too, yeah. He's not shy Kevin Van Veen I don't think No no uh, Alan Mackey says Shug likes a red Alex is blue I think Roger should be on minus two Daz eats the treats But will never buy But my fave is the mushroom He's a fun guy There we go A nice tribute To the Super Scoreboard team uh, On Twitter there From Alan Mackey I like that uh, Ethan says Roses are red Aberdeen got battered At Fir Park they played And now the glass Is shattered. shattered Yeah I like that I'm ha- very happy with that Good stuff Ethan Topical uh, As well um, Any more on that Teaser that we asked you for Old firm cup scorers Who've never done it in the league Jelovic? No What other semi-recent cup ties have, have they had? So you had the Christopher Julian League Cup final What other ones? Beaton? No What other games? Um, there was a fairly, well, fairly yeah. well known one Yes Celtic lost and hired Brendan Rodgers Off the back of it You remember oh, that? Ronnie Dyla, yeah right, um, Okay Tom Rogic No I'll leave that with you You two are going to struggle with this Let's bring in Paul uh, Paul you Go and help, help, him with, help them with one of them If you can Paul <laughs> More than one Paul uh, Sorry God, I never heard That's I've fine that oh, Don't worry I'll, I'll leave them to it They're beyond help to be honest uh, What did you make of the weekend? 4-0 win The manager wasn't happy uh, No no, he wasn't happy You know I, I was on last week And I felt it was going to be a bit of a kind of come down cup tie I think I called it from uh, from recent weeks the, the drama and the excitement but you know it, it kind of it, it reminded me of 
Alex Ferguson in that famous cup final that they won for Aberdeen where he was losing the plot saying this isn't acceptable and they'd won the Scottish Cup, you know, but I'd, I'd like, I find it quite refreshing to be honest. I've, I've got no problem with it at all. Uh, he's seen, he's grown into the role. He's uh, slowly but surely, he's getting his message across. You don't do that, you'll not be in the team. Uh, it wasn't a great, I mean, it's funny to say that they won for nothing, but it wasn't a great, but just showed you that some of the French players that were playing in the first half, they're not up to speed. They're not, they're, they're, there's a reason why they don't get played all the time. And it's a, it's, listen, it's a bad day, but it just shows you when Jota comes on as a sub and gets man of the match. Half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you make of it, Hugh? Jota made all the difference in the world to the game. Um, I don't have any problem at all with Ange Postacoglu going off his head. He's the manager and he wants his team to be the best version of themselves that they can be. And he looked at 45 minutes of, uh, I don't know if Paul would agree with the description, but 45 minutes of dross, uh, only made better by the fantastic goal from Liam Scales. So I had no problem at all with uh, the manager making his feelings on it. I think what was interesting about it as well, Alex, is sort of how detailed the, the, the honesty was because mostly when you hear managers being critical they'll say I mean I can't fault the players effort that's something they just always throw in but this was off that was off it kind of seemed like it was the effort that he was questioning yeah he says what I won't cop is people putting in a 45 minute shift that's not what it's about and there's a price to pay the price is you give everything you have for the time you're out there um, so yeah it kind of sounds like yeah. God, I just think it's a perfect opportunity for, for them to throw that in there Because they've absolutely won at a canter uh, Obviously the first half, the tempo wasn't what they had been uh, performing at Which is understandable Hugh mentioned the circumstances The stadium's not particularly full mm. You know, you've got the Green Brigade not there Not making the usual noise uh, And the players have just come mm. off the pace a little bit So for me it was an opportunity to get the, the boxing glove oh. out Let them know it's not going to be tolerated They've got some really tricky ties coming up Over the course of the next few weeks and it's just a message to everyone. I mean, Paul must have been thrilled by the Rangers game, by uh, Aberdeen at Pataudry, Hibs at Celtic Park, that last-minute goal scored by Abada against Dundee United at Celtic Park. Well, the intensity levels have been through the roof, but they looked at the day, they looked at the opposition, and they were immediately careless. Right, Paul, before we let you go, can you remember any of the goal scorers on the day... That Celtic lost to Rangers in the Scottish Cup semi-final at Hamden under Ronnie Dyla. Can you help them out? Uh, the wee boy went to Hearts. Yep. He scored that flick. Uh, Who scored for Celtic? Uh, Paul's no, tried no, to no. forget about it. I don't blame him. If you were a Celtic fan, you would try not remember it. Who's at Hearts now that used to be at Rangers? Barry McKay. Yes, Barry McKay. <laughs> You turn mile, you're miles off this question You've got Seven to get wow. right, I'm going to need to give you thinking time You can think while I tell you All about this Because this is exciting Super Scoreboard European football coverage With Moyer and Sweeney litigation A multi-award winning law firm With a name you can trust Yes, Moyer and Sweeney litigation This year's sponsors of Super Scoreboard European football coverage So to celebrate They're giving you the chance To win a 58 inch Samsung 4K TV And an Amazon Echo show I'll explain what they are to you in a second, Hugh Keevan. So Moyer and Sweeney litigation Multi-award winning law firm Offering high quality discreet legal service in a wide range of matters, criminal defence, family law, road traffic, public inquiries, personal injury and more. 
They're a name you can trust So head to Clyderun.com to find out more And enter for that chance to win The 58-inch Samsung TV and Amazon Echo Show and It's all thanks to Moyer and Sweeney Litigation Who are going to sponsor our coverage Of European football this year Right, I'll get the answers to that teaser next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Alex Ray are here into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Uh, you can still call, you can still tweet your thoughts on the weekend's action, perhaps your Valentine's poetry for these two. We've got the last of the Scottish Cup fifth round ties about to kick off between Peterhead and Dundee, who will join uh, the other Premiership sides in the hat. We'll find out over the next 90, maybe uh, more. We'll find out that one's just about to get underway. Uh, at Balmour So we're looking forward to that one very much I've had a word with myself oh, On the teaser Yeah let me remind you of that Dave sent this question in To fulltime At Clyde1.com And he says Name the last 10 players To score in an old firm cup game But never did it In a league meeting So Christopher Julian uh-huh. Barry Mackay Celtic's Mark Wilson Any more? Darren O'D. Great shout That was a league cup game uh-huh. wasn't it? Yep Fiachenko Ah, you finally got the other one from the Barry Mackay game, okay Jamie Ness at Ibrook That's a great show Is that a cup game? Yes it was, was, well done to you, okay Four to get Bert Conterman, Ah, the pile driver You two have been Googling this No, uh, no, no No, no, you don't know how to I know, I know Uh, Okay, right, we are underway Who's winning this one? Any shock up there? No I can't see it We're just looking at the subs there, Gordon Peterhead's actually only got four players on the bench So clearly down to the bare bones Yeah, I mean Sometimes lower league opposition of course And Dundee are not Pulling up trees this season They're 11th in the, the Premiership uh, But Peterhead are 9th You know in, in League yeah. 1 It's not a particularly High flying Confident Lower league side That, that you're no. up against But no. you never know Stranger things have happened Well can you imagine If James McPake loses this To Peterhead tonight And mm. then tomorrow St Johnston Perhaps get all three points Against Aberdeen And Dundee are back To the bottom of the league Try that for a sequence of I events. think Peter Head's actually re-signed Derek Lyle You know the old Tanko He's always on the sunbeds Dale boy with the white nasher So <laughs> He might get a swan song At the end of the game Yeah Based on nothing Other than Hugh We just haven't had any shocks Like like I mentioned You look at that lineup For the quarterfinals Celtic Rangers Hearts Dundee United Motherwell St Mirren Hibs That's me going down The Premiership table In order By the yeah. way They're all there The top seven Are all in it um, and then of course uh, Will Will Dundee Join them You made a very good point there Gordon In terms of If, if they managed to go out here uh, Dundee tonight It would be an absolute body blow uh, I would suggest they'd probably be under a little bit of pressure after that Yeah I wonder if we've ever had a, a line-up Quite as in tune with the The league standings in the Premiership no, As yeah. we've got The top seven All there And we're just looking for one more And at worst it's going to be the 11th best team From the yep. Premiership Who complete the lineup. There's always a surprise package there But not this time Unless Peterhead Can get a result I think that's one of the exciting things About the draw Gordon Because you're thinking to yourself Who can you get? Is it going to be a home tie? I think most managers and players Will be looking forward to that uh, We are on Twitter Like I said You've been sending your <laughs> Very kind uh, Valentine's poetry uh, Dwayne Boy Roses are red Violets are blue Keevans was wrong About Postacoglu There we go uh-huh. I like that Some of them are quite insulting Obviously Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I live with it every day as you, as you might expect What else did we get 
A lot about your lack of hair, Alex, it yes. has to be said. Oh no, listen, I've already um, looked at a couple of these anonymous characters on Twitter, um, the usual suspects. Not all anonymous, to be fair. The majority. Uh, what else have we got on here? I'm sure there was one that I thought was... Sort of Quite funny. Doable, yeah. I'm sure I'll find it. Uh, are we seeing anything of note in the opening stages? One really. thing that caught me my eye, Alex, just early on, Peter Head playing out from the back, trying yeah. to, to stick to it. Goal, goalie got it and tried to yeah. work out. Yeah, listen, I don't mind that, Gordon. As long as you don't get uh, undone by that, you know we've seen that over the last couple of weeks where I was looking at some of the football. I was mentioning Kelty earlier on trying to play at the back at the wrong time, conceded the fourth goal, and you just got to know when to put your foot through it and uh, get up the pitch. Uh, Aberdeen, uh, Aberdeen, Dundee, just trying to clear their lines. Mm. Not overly convincing, but uh, they have done it as Cammy Kerr comes away down that uh, left-hand side. It's unusual to see him playing on uh, on the left-hand side, Gordon. Normally he takes the, the right back berth. Yeah, I think he's had to a few times recently, though, hasn't he? So, um, be an interesting Marshall's shift. Marshall's usually the normal boy there, isn't he? Shift yeah. for him this evening. Try to make sure we tie up any more loose ends uh, from the weekend. We had one game go to penalties, of course. Hearts getting yeah. through, Hugh Evans. Yeah, Craig Gordon. What a servant to the game he has been. What a magnificent goalkeeper for Hearts. They're very fortunate. He may be 39 years old now, but... He is a star term and uh, you know Hearts will always have a chance against anyone if he decides to have one of those games. It's quite a, a close encounter, you know. The one thing about Livingston is he's Martindale's got them at it, Gordon. You know, they always make a fist of it. You know, if he stays in the league, that'll be a bonus for them as well. They lose continuously, they lose players. And as I said a few weeks ago, the young boy uh, Alan Forrest has really caught the eye recently with the, the amount of goals he's uh, contributed to. And if you're looking at being able to avoid what everyone is looking at as being a potential shock. Hibs are the best example of that, yes. aren't they? Yeah. Yesterday. That that those ones are really satisfying. You know that everyone else in the country is hoping, probably, <laughs> that yeah. to, to be to be quite frank, uh, that you go out and maybe some people even expecting it as well. Television picks them because they say, Go on then, give us a shock. It'll get everybody talking. Uh, and then you know you go out onto a pitch that's suffering from the ravages of the weather. And then you got a goal down after five minutes. Uh, so it was all against Sean Maloney, but they they pulled themselves together. And Kevin Nisbet's goal, I thought, was particularly outstanding. Great first touch, wonderful finish. And I think the, the look of satisfaction on his face told you how important that was for him. That was an important goal, Gordon, because he's actually... Took it really well, yeah, didn't he? Well, listen, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago about in terms of inclusion into the next Scotland yeah. squad as well. You know, if he can get a couple of goals between now and then, and it gives him a better chance. Um, Dundee United again. That could have been a a very tricky one. I mean, it was tricky because of that pitch. Oh, diabolical! But again, to come through it. Uh, yeah. Is that going to be a, a a real problem going forward? Like, we, not to go all Alan Titchmarsh on you. I don't think we're in good grass growing territory yet here no, in Scotland. No, no. The the weather is not going to allow that. Arctic Thistle have Queens Park playing there, yeah. and there's your problem. You're having. Twice the number of matches on the pitch that you can handle. Uh, and Dundee United, I thought, did well. Uh, in spite of the fact that Patrick Thistle had an awful lot of chances. But they've got Seagrist, and he's terrific. Uh, and the goal from Ian Harks was a thing of beauty. So, 
that goes down as a very good result for Dundee United and it will give them a bit of heart for uh, Rangers' visit to Tannadice on Sunday. St Mirren go through with less fuss than some people might have expected just because Kelty have a bit of a, a yeah. reputation. I just think the way they went about the business, Gordon, I think the, the inclusion of Jordan Jones, what, you know, we talked about goal of the weekends, I thought that was a brilliant goal as well. And, uh, oh, that's a good shout. How did he get overlooked? Well, listen, Hark's on his weaker foot, Gordon, mm. that's the only reason why he won it for okay. me. But I just think St Mirren are on a good moment, uh, you know, good spell, and uh, you know they're, they're, they've got players that are kind of contributing at the top end of the pitch, which is important. Right, let's round off this teaser. The last ten players to score in an Old Firm Cup match, but have never done it in a league fixture: Christopher Julian, Barry Mackay, Eric Sviachenko, Mark Wilson, Jamie Ness, Darren O'Day, Bert Conterman. Three to get. Where are we going back to, Gordon? We need to, we need to close because we're stuck mm, here. Gary Waugh has got two of them. Uh, that doesn't help you do. Um <laughs> I'm done, Gary. We're going back to, to your era. All right. At the club, yeah. And and maybe slightly before as well. And then Alan, a touch after. Alan, Alan Thompson. Well, funny you say that, because you're wrong. Oh. But oh, there's a sort of tenuous link there. Uh Vignal. The the, 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 defre- the deflection, nope. no. Fernando? Yes. Oh. Yes, Fernando Rickson, well done. Uh, what wow. about we're watching one of his other old teams on the TV, not Peterhead, Dundee. Uh, Dundee and Rangers, come on. Charlie Adam. No. Nope. McGowan? With all due respect, a better career. Went World Cups, pals with Maradona. Oh, uh, Kanija. Kanija. And the last one, this is tough. Uh, you're thinking Rangers, Hibs, most recently Dunfermline. Whitaker. Norwich, yeah, Whitaker, well go. done. Oh, we got there in the question. end. Peterhead nil, Dundee nil. We'll complete the lineup for the quarterfinals of the Scottish Cup later. We'll tell you all about it tomorrow and we'll build up to two big European ties as well with Gordon Dale and Roger Hanna. So make sure you join us. Callum Gallagher is up next.